Brennan, welcome back. What is going on, man? Two recordings, one week. Do we even know ourselves? That sounds like a famous video. We could have I was going for, you know, something yeah. catchy, punchy, you know, two fatties, two. one podcast. That's what we debated calling this for a time. Then we went with what Fat Chats. Two fatties, one podcast. But then, you know, Fat Chats happened and naturally it was, it was the better conclusion, to be honest. Yeah, it's, unden- it's undeniably good, really. Yeah, two, we had done what, two in three days? Like a four days maybe yeah, I feel like we're flying I mean to be fair after having several weeks of layoffs where we both were fierce busy and no podcast recorded at all I feel like we're better to bank these up and at least at least we'll be sorted that way whereas people should really know um, as fat men the only reason we're doing this is because it's Pancake Tuesday and that is like Christmas dinners uh, birthday cakes Easter eggs all rolled into one for fat people. That is, man. I'm telling you, I am fierce excited. So obviously, when everyone's listening to this, it's going to actually be Pancake Tuesday. Right now, it's the week before. But we said we'd have to start off the podcast talking about the real good stuff, and that is the pancakes. So let's get right down to business. On an average Pancake Tuesday, Brendan, how many pancakes are you putting away? Um, now or before? We'll go <laughs> before... We'll go before, presumably now you're going to be a bit more controlled. But I mean, oh, but, in your but, heyday. Before, like, oh, in my heyday, it was more of a case of how many pancakes could be made. And to keep me ahead of eating them, I would have I would have had, or at least I would have campaigned for pancakes for breakfast, maybe two or three, then two or three after lunch, and then like at least double that after dinner. So I don't know, I'll say 10 to 12 over the course of the day phenomenal effort really um, that would that would have been that was a good while ago now i'd say i remember now, back in back in primary school i used to easily no joke now i could do 12 to 14 pancakes in a day in primary school now bear that in mind but uh very very easily in fact it was uh, i was quite fond of them yeah there's there's just nothing bad about them I mean, now it's a bit different. I might have three or four after dinner. That's about it. But I enjoy them. And I'll put all, make some manners and stuff. The only thing I, I really have to go for from the start here is, like, I know pancakes in Ireland aren't actually, like, what, what, what we know of pancake Tuesday are crepes, like French crepes. That's that's what we eat here. Um. I do. I don't really ever get them, but you know, people do eat savory pancakes. That is not what you're. That's not what you should be aiming for on Pancake Tuesday. No, that's not what. It, the, that's not what the day is about. Jesus didn't die on the cross to be putting chicken inside pancakes or crepes. He he was a, having a telefan. That's true. Or sugar, true. or lemon, or jam, or whatever mad jam? shit people want to put in the yeah, I, I didn't know people put jam in pancakes that's a game changer really well when I was growing up we were on the poverty package like so it was neither sugar or jam there was no such thing as a talent that was so it was it's tough know. times man I mean speaking of sa- savoury pancakes I will say I've, I've never been a massive fan but there's a little cafe down in Skull um, that I went to years ago and they did savoury pancakes and there was a fry pancake which is essentially like a very thin crepe with like black pudding and sausages and all this deliciousness in it. I think it was rashers and white pudding as well. And I questioned it. I said, no, nah, not for me. Then I saw someone order one and it looked so delicious. I tried it. 
one and only savoury pancake I've ever had. It, it was glorious. Honestly, it, it was top notch. But like, would I say it compares to the Nutella pancake? I would not. It's, no, it's just a case. It was a nice experience one time in my life. Yeah, I've had I've had different savoury pancakes, and they've been unreal. But I, I just don't. It's just, it's certainly not Pancake Tuesday, and I don't like them. Uh, there's no compa- like it, they're just in my head. They're for dessert. They're they're a sweet. They're they're a, they're a sweet thing to eat. Like I know, like people eat duck and pancakes a lot. I know they're different kind of pancakes again. And I've had other ones yeah. with just like you know random stuff in them, but it's not it's not what we're about. We're all about sweet pancakes and then putting as much outrageous stuff as you can in them and eating as many as them as you can because that's what mini eating competition with yourself I agree wholeheartedly wholeheartedly I agree the one thing I will say is you know bopping around social media at the moment I suppose maybe it's the given season maybe it's just coincidentally pancakes are trending but there's a lot of healthy pancakes going around and i've seen a good few posts encouraging people to do macro friendly healthy protein pancakes and honestly it's it's a big fuck off for me uh like if if i'm going pancake i I get that now you know what i mean if you're if you're looking for a healthy high protein breakfast on a random day way far away from pancake tuesday you go for your protein pancakes if that's your jam personally i find them a bit bland and i'd rather just have even a bowl of porridge or just a cup of coffee just me but if you're telling me that I should be concerned with calories on Pancake Tuesday and forego my delicious, proper, fluffy pancakes with Nutella, it, it's a big F off. Like, seriously. What, like, these people, like, I'd, I'd love to, like, do you know when you, t- do you know you hear about these, these awful people encouraging terrible diets and, you know, they're really, they're essentially like driving people to go on crazy, you know, whether it's keto or carnivore or like some really low calorie diet, like those people are awful. But I, I, I hold the people up who try protein pancaking at that stage, uh, you know, of Pancake Tuesday to be just as bad. Awful people. Not a Like, I have protein pancake mix that I bought on my protein sometime last year. And I've used it from time to time. It's fine. But I might just use it as an after dinner, like, if I don't really have that else to eat, if I don't know what I want. Whatever. But, like, healthy pancakes. What's, like, okay. I, I understand the idea of high protein pancakes and using protein powder in, in place of flour, maybe. But general health speak, it's what you put into them. I mean, like crepe mix is just flour, eggs, and milk. It's it's not that bad for you. You're, I don't know, like say two hundred and. If you made a small batch of batter and a decent like frying frying pan size pancake, like a dinner plate size prep, sorry, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was in the like sixty or seventy calorie range, which is not which is not much. In the scheme, obviously, there's not. Obviously, it's just mainly carbs, but uh, like there's nothing unhealthy about them. You know, it's it's one of those things where I'm all for a fake win. I'm all, you know, like. Say you're having your dinner now, like once a week I'll make like healthy tacos that are really good on calories and then, you know, tasty out, no complaints. That's a solid dinner. I feel like that's better than me going to Boojum, buying some tacos that are probably, you know, quite high calorie. Fair enough. Great stuff. But it's these people that kind of push, like one of the ones I really take issue with, and I'm just going to call them out right now, the cauliflower based pizza people. Fuck off. I'm not for it. Like you can make, like whether it's you buy a pizza base and make your own homemade pizza, I do that decent mm-hmm. enough on calories whether you just use like a two whole meal wraps or something bit of tomato puree whatever your jam 
all about it. No jam. issues. No, whatever is your jam, like oh, whatever works for jam. you. Oh yeah, jam pizza. Man. Did you ever try? It? It's almost as good as jam pancakes. Swear down, poverty line, and all that. You know, different, different, whole different thing. <laughs> but um, slow your roll there. Cauliflower pizza, yeah, no, fucking drives me demented. But and it, I, I, I've seen them all the time. They're selling them in shops now and everything, and I'm like, piss off. Like, nah, nah. Even if anyone wants to, you know, you're talking about making their own pizzas, not even wraps. Um, in in Tesco's, they have that. I can't remember what it is. Some brand, some Italian brand, but you, you can buy uh, pizza bases ready made. They are phenomenally good. You add your own toppings, obviously. But I think one of the big pizza bases, which is maybe twelve or fourteen inch, I'd say, if you were, you know, roughly. It's not. It's not a. They're, they're about, I think they're about twelve. Maybe yeah, they're big. I think it's only like what they're only about three fifty, four hundred calories in that range. So what, even you you can add a shitload of stuff on top of them. I'd still make it relatively healthy. Not cauliflower, please no. But I think. But that's what it. You're saying I feel there, like, I feel it's like what we said like... before about like protein bears versus you know it's like we were saying before about eating a fulfill bear versus a mares bear. If you're going to eat pancakes, just eat pancakes and enjoy. Don't try and don't try and make them healthier if that's even possible, or don't try and add more protein like. Have a, if you if you if you need to up your protein intake on Pancake Tuesday, have a protein shake and then eat some nice pancakes after. Don't fuck with pancakes. Don't risk that. You could destroy them, really. Like, boy, well, I'd like. I'm going to be honest, man. Like, un- unless you're like fair enough, if you're someone who's just all about those protein pancakes and you love the flavor of protein pancakes, that's cool. If that if that's your thing and that's what you yeah. enjoy eating, you work away. But like, it's the fact of like there's this kind of guilt cycle that goes on where you think, all right, we have this day where everyone enjoys pancakes and it's glorious, but I'm going to guilt you into thinking, no, no, you need to stay on some kind of very strict plan. And I'm like, one, you can make the pancakes work for you. Even if you have one good pancake, lash and Nutella, you know, some good toppings on there. Fantastic. Just have the one. If that's what you want, if you don't want to go overboard, but also if you want to go overboard, I mean, it's one day out of the year. If, if you just keep doing your thing the rest of the days, it's not going to be the end of the world. Like we talk about this all the time. It's, it's about living a normal life and actual just living a balanced life as well. Like there's going to be things like birthdays where you're going to have cake. There's going to be things like Christmas, you know, regular times where there's good food in the house. You fancy eating it. Maybe a random Sunday, someone brings over a few fresh cream cakes. You just want to, you know, tuck in, crack on every now and then Power you just the need cream. to live your life. You know what I mean? Just eat them. Just I feel, I feel like people, we, we're just going to keep driving this home again and again. We're all about that healthy life. But at the same time, you, you need a bit of enjoyment here and there too. I'm, you know what I'm, I mean? I'm a marker for fresh cream cakes. Long donuts, I call them, or finger donuts, as other people call them. Absolute. <laughs> I know, like, it's so wrong. Uh, it I, doesn't I'm, sound right. If I see them in a shop, 90% of the time I'll buy one. That's how much I like them. Other than that scones that kind of stuff i'm all about eating them like like we said it's you have to balance it i'm big on a chocolate just... slice do you ever have them you know the ones they have the the biscuit the buttercream and then the little pink dot on top oh my god yeah. no they think they're disgusting they're like oh, the waste them, of man. a cake to me really oh, yeah no. it's weird my mother loves them as well i i've i don't know see when i was a kid I used, get brought, I used to get brought into roaches you know when you'd be doing the shopping in town on like a saturday yeah. or sunday and i just you know obviously like my my mom would be chatting to someone and i get sat down one of them thrown in front of me happy bloody days tuck into the cake i mean you're laughing it's just it, it's fond childhood memories of being a fat shit tucking into some cake in roaches stores you can't beat it so if, if i can tap into that every now and then i'm all about it 
What was uh, Kyle Moore? Was that the bakery upstairs? No, Kyle Moore was um, in Merchant's Key upstairs. It was like a cafe where you'd get a good... It's not where Roach's stores was. Well, like, you know, they're attached to each other, but Roach's is where Debenham's, well, Debenham's formerly was. You yeah, know where Debenham's stores, yeah, upstairs. Sitting. Well, they're, they're just, you know, they don't really connect up other than the ground floor. But yeah, I mean, somewhat. As well as the fact is they're not the same cafe, but you know, no, I, I'm, I'm, it's Kyle Moore. I used to go to. That was the one for the, we used to go the there cakes. Too. But we used to uh, go there for a fry, like we, oh, we'd yeah. have a home fry. But like you, you, if you were there and you're, you know, if you ended up in town early or something, fancied a bit of a fry up. Like Kyle Moore was the place, or else it's actually it's a bit gutting. But there's a there was a place in town called Brackens in on Paul Street, and they used to do a savage breakfast bap, but they're now closed because of shit and COVID. So I'll never, never tuck into a breakfast bath there again. Sad yeah, times. I can't, I, I wouldn't, we wouldn't, have, especially when I was younger, I wouldn't have been in the city that much, but there was a lot of bakeries and stuff around here that did like proper good cakes. And um, yeah, don't ever not get cakes. Obviously, you know, don't be that person that buys one every day. But, uh, but I'm, uh, I'll have one of those kind of cakes at least once a week. Or even maybe not that. You know, they're, they're really good. Uh, it's like three for two fifty in little the fresh um, Nutella croissants. Never had one. They're good. I mean, sounds good. All about that. Life. They're amazing. They're amazing. They're always. I feel like that. That little bakery is too dangerous. Like it smell. Like the dangerous. smell of it even is just absolutely divine. You walk in. That's why usually if I'm if I'm going to do my shopping a little now, most time I do my shopping at night anyway. But like I'll go in when all the shit's stale and I won't really want it. Because at least then, now I am more of an Aldi man anyway, as it is. But I do tend to go into little the odd time, and yeah, I'd be I'd be avoiding the bakery because it's, it's too damn delicious. Especially those uh, seeded Italian rolls. We've talked yeah. about them on the podcast before. Those in a bit of soup or like with some nice beef and cheese and oh well, I'm just, I'm just I'm just getting off there on the rolls there, Brennan. We need yeah. we need to move this on back to pancakes. There. So what what's your what's your pancake topping of choice? If you're talking top tier, like what what are you talking into now today as as the listeners listen, hopefully on the day it's released? What are you having on your pancakes? I'll always start with a plain one with just some sugar, like that's been dusted in sugar, just to see what it's like. Because there's no point in doing nothing with a bad base. Uh, and then after that, I think last I, I what did I do? I'll, I'll have some with Nutella or chocolate spread in it, without doubt. That's that's a given. Yeah. Because uh, it'll bring me back to my poorer days. I'll also probably have one with jam in it. And uh, then I don't know. Sometimes if the opportunity arises and there's... Oh, I know what I'll do. Sorry, because I know they're there already. Those little, um, like the little Kinder Maxis, are they called? Like, or the little version yeah. of them that I get? I'll just bang a few of them and wrap it up. Yeah, man, that's that's literally where I was going. So I'll do an old Nutella, sometimes delicious. Probably my my most common pancake if I'm going for pancakes, it's going to be Nutella. The odd time yeah. I might chop up a few, slice up a few strawberries, put them in with the Nutella. Delicious. Mm. Discovered that last year only. I'm not much of a fruit guy, but that made me feel fancy with my pancakes. Not going to lie. Strawberries are a weird one for me. I'm not, I don't really like fresh strawberries, but I love strawberry flavor. Like, you know, strawberry ice cream, strawberry jam strawberry something else uh, jelly love it but fresh strawberries not so taken on them it's funny people are like that you know what's another one that's divisive there is i know a lot of people who don't like bananas but they like those manky foamy well i actually quite like them but those foamy banana jellies that you used to be able to get back in the day and they'd be all about the banana jellies you know the ones i'm talking about 
but then I they do, don't eat a regular mostly. banana. It's a uh, it's a strange one. Unlike because bananas were weird, did like a kind of like half. I don't know. Felt like if you're putting them into your shoes, like an insert or something. They were just weird. They were styrofoamy. Like you feel like you could definitely pad the floors with them, and you'd fall and you'd be grand. Like they're just that type of material. And they weren't. To be fair, they weren't overly banana-ish. But I I never really liked them. But oh, like that. Ah, oh, yeah. I suppose it's artificial kind of flavors, really, more than anything. But yeah, I don't know what it is about strawberry, but. I'm glad to know you would like to go there. Champagne and strawberries for your pancake day breakfast. That's the dream, man. That's the dream. Keeping it fancy, you know. But, um, yeah, no. I don't, I'm not much of a fruit guy, I'm going to be honest. It's like one of those things, you know, like for my entire childhood, and my, my sister will attest to this, my parents would just only ever buy fucking mandarins and the odd time pears and apples. And I just got sick of fucking mandarins fairly fucking fast. I was like, I don't want them anymore. You know, they'd come into the lunchbox... Cheap every day and obviously they're grand you know you'd be like oh and then you'd have to peel them and then your hands would be reeking orange and then you know reeking of mandarins and it just was this whole thing where eventually i just just stopped eating them i was like no can't be arsed i was more keen on my penguin anyway and my ham sandwich oh get that um, joke out everyone gather around the first class tables who's got what penguin jokes repeating the same jokes for six months but Everyone's that's, actually, that's actually the one that you get me is do you know if someone read their penguin joke before yours and it was the same joke as on yours and then oh. yours just felt a bit redundant it was a killer you just that, be, or if, that or you know because they were generally the same for a long time that if somebody else just shouted out the answer before you got a chance to do the big reveal fucking ruin it could ruin a whole lunchtime fellas wouldn't be allowed to play not sorry but you ruined it for everyone bastards absolute bastards but anyway, man, I feel like we, we've uh, definitely, hopefully, gotten people ready to go for their pancake day. Uh, let us know what you're, what you're talking into today. Let us know what the pancake choices were. We're very keen to hear about them. We'll judge you uh, if you have anything weird. And if you're on the just, healthy pancakes, good for on. you, but I'm judging. No, and just, just, just to let people, uh, I, I like to be somewhat helpful to people. Don't please, if you're, if you're going to make pancakes, don't buy that shitty mix in the shop. Don't buy that bottle of pancake mix it's not nice all you need is flour eggs and milk and if you just want to make a really simple batter for crepes 100 grams of flour two eggs 300 mils of milk mix bits together slowly no lumps leave rest if you can happy days and it will cost you a fraction of the price of those bottles and they're not nice and that's my tip for the week that's the fat heck of the week, I believe. We're going to call that now. That's that's top notch, Brendan. Top notch. Well, now let's get down to business. First of all, how's the week been? We were talking about this last week, so I'd imagine, or well, at the weekend when we recorded our last episode, so I'd imagine nothing has changed. But uh, training going well, enjoying this cold spell we're having. Siberian awful winds. Yeah, I love that burning feeling in my chest when you're running when it's so cold. It's actually, Strange. I went into the shopping last night and just walking from like literally Aldi to the car, my hands were absolutely goosed. And I, I'd gotten a trolley, even though I didn't need it because I just didn't want to carry around a basket. And so I then I had to put back the trolley and I had to put the bags in the car and it was just this whole ordeal. And I really, I regretted my decision. The hands were I, frozen. You're like me. So when I go to little, I get baskets, but I refuse to wheel them. I, I must carry it around. It's, uh, I don't know why. It's you just don't strange. like the convenience of it? I mean, those little baskets know. are quite decent because they're like they're quite deep versus the ones in, in yeah. my Aldi anyway. They're, they're quite shallow baskets, so I have to get two. 
And so it's just this whole thing. I like put one down, grab one or else, you know, and like have to put the it. stuff in the basket and I'm just holding them, feel a bit that's, useless. That's, that's fantastic. That's like earning yourself a creamy cake, doing a farmer's walk around Aldi with your two baskets. I mean, it, it, in one way, yeah. If I probably I, I just it's the deep ones they have in the little mine and I I just can't. I don't know why. I I tried one time, but you know, walking up the specials aisle, dragging their trolley behind you. I felt like I was walking through Terminal 2 in Dublin Airport heading for a plane or something. So I was like, I'll pick this up. It's not, it's not that heavy. I don't need to wheel it. That's fair. I feel like I, I there, there must be something a bit wrong with me, really. Because whenever I'm wheeling them, I always end up like hitting them into the back of my own heel and kind of give them a little kick. I don't know. It's like some... You've got to, you've got to let it go. You've, you've got to... I know, but I, I just, it's kind of like, it's when I'm not paying attention. Suddenly it's like it sneaks up on me and hits me in the back of the leg. It's I, I don't know what I'm doing with myself. But uh, particularly that happens to be in the range as well. Their baskets as well. What annoys me is if you if you let go, the handle just shoots down and just goes back into the basket. <laughs> it's a bit frustrating. You know, there's no locking mechanism or no kind of slow push down. It's a bit bothersome. Not going to lie. You've got to let it go behind. Just imagine you're like literally dragging luggage. Makes See, sense. I, I feel like that's easier in little because they have quite a long handle versus in the range it's it's quite short it's it's quite right up on top of you where it's where it gets me then just let Amy do it I, I just get a trolley now it's just just easier <laughs> or else I don't and I just carry everything really awkwardly around the shop I don't care yeah, if I'm like, in there for an hour I'll just carry it all no matter what it is and just complain about it for the whole time give out the whole time and I'm like yeah I'm still going to keep carrying them but um, you know I will say though that, that's a good spot I got a crossword book there the other day that's been entertaining me during this lockdown but doing some some crosswords uh made me realize that i don't use my brain that often and i'm, I'm a bit thick but uh we're getting through some some easy ones some difficult ones we're flying up starting oh, to feel a little bit smarter shows life's gone quite boring hasn't it no i i i think that's a good idea exercising your brain but i just don't like those crossword books they're awful any any particular reason? Are you a fan of the one in the newspaper, or is it just crosswords? Uh, no, well, stuff? I used to, we used to, I used to always do. We don't buy it anymore. But we used to get the examiner every day. I used to do a cryptic crossword in that. Yeah, but we just don't buy it. I know what paper do is here on a set. Well, everyone's here on a Saturday. There's like two crosswords in this. Do them, but uh, no, I, I don't know what I don't know what it is with the books. They just they're either incredibly easy or really stupid. If you get me. And then there's, I don't know, I find like repeats every couple of pages, but good idea doing crosswords. I, I, mean, would, I would recommend anyone. This one seems anyone. to be going crosswords, okay at the moment. Sudoku, whatever it is you're into, do something to, if you, if you don't challenge your brain every day. Most people do at work though. But I, I don't know, man. Maybe, it, maybe it's just the type of work I do, but like I don't feel like I'm doing anything complex with my brain. Like, you know what I mean? When it's sales calls, like you're literally, like you're talking to someone about software, you're calling people, it's very... It's like, it's like repeating the same thing quite, quite often. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. And the less you actually think it becomes quite automated when you're doing it. So like for me, sitting down and work, it can be tasking, but like, is it the same tasking as, you know, sitting down in a maths test or Sudoku? It's not, it, it's a different kind of, different kind of jam altogether. But uh, you're making weird faces there, man. You're, you're weirding me out. Is there, is there something going wrong? No, no. It's, it's really, it's, it's really like put me off. It's that's not just, even funny. That's just my face. Sorry about that. No, no one else is going to see this because it's all audio. Generally, he, uh, he, he was making some queer faces and kind of looking down. I felt like there was something going on. wasn't too sure. Yeah, it weirded me out. Anyway, back to podcast. Sorry, I'm getting a bit distracted. So 
the topic this week we wanted to discuss, and I feel like we've both probably, or at least I've been, I'm not going to lump you in, but have been murder for this from time to time. But the the people who basically say, I don't have enough time to work out, but then spend five hours watching TV, particularly at the moment where you're at home the majority of the time, there's feck all to be doing. It's not like you're out and about doing stuff. And there's still a lot of people giving that excuse of, oh, I just don't have time to work out. Now, look, I'm not judging you. If you don't want to work out, that's fine. Totally your business. But we're talking about the people who give out about not progressing and then, you know, then say, oh, I have no time to work out. I have no time after work. I finish at half five and I don't go to bed till 11, but I have no time. You know, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's just, um, I wouldn't even, I don't entertain those people. Fair enough. If you, if you genuinely are busy as in you're doing other things, but like those, like people that you said who, I don't know, let's, I don't know, just for the sake of it, say if, if you're 24 hours in a day and you sleep for eight and you work for eight and you spend two hours miscellaneous like showering you know whatever that kind of stuff and you you know you're that's that's still only like 18 hours of your day you got six left there somewhere and even if you spend two whole of those hours eating or preparing food or making food you know there's there's still a you're, you're, you've got a couple of hours every day fair enough people might be studying people might have extra things to do at home or they might be doing some kind of work at home or minding the kids it's different no, anything like you know but it's... i feel like that's different then that's, yeah, that's fair, fair enough, enough. If you're, fair enough if you're busy uh but it, it's the it's kind of like if you've opted if you say i've no time but you've opted to do two two or three episodes of a show on netflix no excuse if, no, you, if you're saying it... that's your goal and you know you're you're pissing around the place listening to fat chats on, on you know spotify stitcher itunes whatever it might be you can work out while listening you know what I mean? You don't have to just sit down and dedicate all your time to us. That's, that's all we're saying, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. those people are... I just wouldn't, I, can't, I can't even converse with them because they're, generally those same people won't be the ones who will just say, oh, I was going on and then I watched two episodes and I lost like the hour and a half, so I didn't bother. They're probably the same people that spend the first half hour of the day scrolling through their phone on Instagram or... You know, they sit down for five minutes after work and then it's half an hour of just looking at random shit online. You know, that kind of stuff. It's not just like, uh, I don't know. I, I have a kind of a weird way of looking at it in my head. If I know I have something to do, I just like to get it done. And then the time after that is for whatever. But that, I don't, no, I don't mean I'm just totally like... not that person. I don't mean training or anything. I mean, anything at all. Just whatever needs to be come up, and then if if you get it done, and it's still only like whatever eight nine o'clock in the evening, oh, I watch TV for an hour, an hour and a half. But I, I wouldn't, I generally wouldn't sit down in front of the TV or in front of the computer or something, and then be like, oh, I'll do it later. I just it just works for me. I find it easier to just keep going, make it part of the day in general. Other people who just make excuses aren't going to do either of those things and they're just going to keep making excuses. But again, they can complain about not making progress all they want because they don't really want to. That's as simple as that. Because if they did, they wouldn't make up those bullshit excuses. But for me, that's it. It's the issue I take isn't the lack of workout or the lack of, you know, it's, it's for you. It's for no one else. Oh, like, yeah, no one, whatever. like I couldn't give a shit, do whatever you want. But like the thing for me is I actually just hate the excuses. It drives me spare. Like if I'm genuinely, if I've had a really lazy week and I've done like nothing at all, I've done like one workout or zero or, you know, I haven't hit a step count or barely even put on the Apple watch. 
I'll just call myself a lazy prick and that's that's just kind of what it is. I'm just I'm just gonna own up to it and say straight off, why didn't I progress this week? Well, I was lazy, didn't do a thing, wasn't really, you know, wasn't prioritizing that side of my life. And at least when yeah. you say that, you can kind of go, all right, look, I mean, where am I going wrong? That's where I'm going wrong. But it's the it's the deluded people who tell themselves like, oh yeah, no, I'm doing everything right, everything's going well, the food's on point, I'm working out all the time. When was the last time you worked out? Well, you know, I was actually super busy the last six days, so I've done nothing. And the weather has been really bad, so I've not gone out for a walk. And you're like, oh, so you're you're not actually trying. You're doing F all. That, that's fine. But just don't be telling me that you're trying or you're doing everything because I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah, they're, they're just idiots. Uh, like, they're the same people who will, like, oh, yeah, they're the same kind of people who will say they're, let's just say, for example, they're not making progress, but they're they're sticking to their you know, calorie goals, whatever, but they're actually not. They're like neglecting to put something in or to track something just so it won't look so bad or they'll pick the the least calorific option that they're going to put in, you know, that kind of way. They're those people. And then, like you said, they'll be the ones complaining. But like like you said, it's it's, it's just the excuse. It's not the not, it's not the inactivity or it's not the, the choice they made. It's just the, the fact they're trying to excuse it. Like, like you said, we don't care. Like sometimes I get texts off people or I might be speaking to people like, oh, you know, I didn't do any running this week or I didn't do any, you know, training this week. And I'm literally there going, I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't care what you did or didn't do. That's up to you. I care what I did or didn't do. And I know why I did or didn't do it. If you didn't, so what? You know, great. But leave it at that. I don't want to hear why you didn't or why you did. Yeah, it's, it's the stories we tell ourselves. And it's not just about working out or food or anything else. You know, people do it in so many parts of life. And I just, I don't get why people, I'm not saying, like, I'm I'm sure 100% that I've done it from time to time myself in different aspects of life. But, like, the stories we tell ourselves to try, is it neglect the immediate guilt about something? Is it just to make us feel a bit better? Like, it's right that. now, I, I'm at a point in my life where I don't really feel the need to do that. I don't feel the need to tell myself a story about, you know, why I didn't hit a certain target in work, why I didn't get enough done in my day, why I did nothing with my weekend. I can openly acknowledge I chose to sleep in on a Saturday. That's probably why I got less done. I, yeah. I was tired in work. I didn't get a good night's sleep. I chose not to do as much as I should have done, or I'm now behind for the week and have to catch up because my brain wasn't switched on enough and I was too busy pissing around on smaller jobs instead of prioritizing the main things. And it's the same for working out. If I'm looking at my results at the end of the week, you know, whether it's hopping on a scale or whether it's seeing how I'm feeling and seeing how things are progressing, if I'm looking and I'm saying, I've missed workouts, I'm not eating right, I've, I've eaten a load of stuff off plan, maybe I didn't track for a day or two, like those are automatically going to be the alarm bells where I say, okay, you know where you're going wrong here. You, what do you do better? Now, we fix those things. We make sure we hit the workouts. We make sure that we have daily non-negotiables built into our day that are going to make sure we hit our goals if they're important to us. And if they're not, maybe we, we reassess those goals. Like what you said about getting stuff done, you know, I suppose um, not putting them off and not putting them off at the end of the day, just getting done what you need to get done, whether that's house jobs or workouts or anything else. Like, that's something I think is so important. Like you do a lot of workouts during the day on your lunch break or in the morning or whenever it might be, depending on the shift you're on. That makes a massive difference to when you're in the evening and you want to cook a nice dinner, or you want to spend the time or you just need time to chill out. You don't have that obligation. And I feel like if you're that type of person that needs chill time in the evening, it's very good to get it done during the day. Like, but if you're the person who needs chill time in the evening, why are you, wait, why are you leaving your session till the evening? Because automatically you're not going to want to do it. 
Like it, it's yep. it's not optimal. Yeah, it's it's just about how serious you're actually taking it and what 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 you're going. It, it's just priorities. That's all it is. If if you prioritize it highly, you'll do it. You'll make you you'll make yourself find it not find the time because you, if you don't have it but you you know you'll get it done if it's that high of a priority or you'll just get it done there's because the rest is just excuses and it is it, it i don't know why we, people do it and i've noticed it a lot not lately i suppose but it's especially when you know i used to get I, when we were in box i used to stand out a lot it was like everything was like a pithy competition. If you went to work and said like, oh man, I only got six hours sleep last night. Somebody somewhere would be like, oh, well, I only got five. You know, it's like a, a, immediately becomes like, a, oh, pity me competition. You know, I'm more tired than him or, you know, it's, I don't know why. And people feel the need. It would be pure bullshit. Like it, it, would, it would be, it's, and it was people that used to say those kind of things who would never uh, engage the conversation and say like, oh, geez, you know, I'm not on farm today and get much sleep. They'll, they'll wait until somebody says something like about it and then jab in there with their little pity story. And they're just saying, I'm like, why? Like, what's, why, why are you just making excuses for nothing? It's because it's just, that's all it is. It's just pure excuses. I feel like there's people who just want to be, they just want to one up in all respects of life. Like if you made the, the best sandwich ever for lunch, they made the better one. They just left it at home or, yeah. you know, <laughs> oh, you, you, as you said, you know, oh, I, I got six hours sleep. Oh yeah, but I got five, but I wasn't going to say it until you said it because I, I yeah, just need to be ahead of the game in the competition. Like it's, it's the one it's thing I don't miss thing. about offices is like having, having worked in a, a whole pile of different types of offices in recent years, like stuff that were very, you know, like the call center type of place that's very restrictive and very, you know, on top of your time. And then, you know, maybe startups that are a bit more free with your time and, you know, you can kind of get your work done when you need to get it done. But like the one thing I'll say is common in no matter what job I've ever worked is like these groups of people who just sit there and give out about everything. And when you get caught up in that negativity spiral, even if you like your job, you find yourself suddenly starting to hate aspects of it. I feel like it's, it's so dangerous, like particularly like when we were in Boxbro, I feel like we would sit there and I, in a lot of ways, we probably had reasons to complain, but like you could no, literally end up, did. you drove yourself into like this, just downright depression, probably why we were going for the massive fry ups and the pizzas for lunch Where and burger Fridays. Those bitching sessions were the fuel for that hunger fire. Like that's where it came from. But that was it, man. Like you'd sit there and I feel like people do this all the time where like you could have someone sitting down with two packets of biscuits and, you know, a packet of crisps and they're talking about how they're unhappy with how they look. They're talking about how unhappy they are with their diet, whatever it might be. And you're like, it's right in front of you. Like it's plain and simple. You're literally putting it into yourself. If you literally take that moment to just push them aside and say, all right, now is not the time. You know, you you probably be better off than oh I'll start Monday and then sure we'll see where we're at. Like, it's it's just it's crazy. Like, but those negativity spirals, particularly negative people, will do you. In. I'm just gonna say it. They're gonna absolutely drag you down if you stay around people like that. I get that some people you can't keep around or that you know you're kind of stuck with. But like, if you're listening to people complain about shit all the time, like your it's kids gonna drain or your wife you. or no, but like you know, like <laughs> I always think of. The perfect example is like, you know, you could have friends from like primary school and they're your friend because you know them for years. But like if that person and fair enough, you value them as a person and they're your good friend. But if that person, whenever you meet up with them, all they do is complain and all they do is bring down your mood and they don't bring anything positive to your life. It's not the case you have to cut that person out of your life. But I'd always say to someone, maybe you see that person a little left if they're a little less if they're really impacting you. Because like 
that th these small aspects that like think about how much time you could waste complaining instead of just doing whatever you need to get done like i do that all the time i'll complain oh, about having to do a job at home for hours on end when i should just do it but like it, it's a stupid habit i have where i'm like oh i just put that off for a few hours put that off for a few hours then it's eight o'clock at night and i'm like okay i have to put everything up in the attic and i don't want to do it now and i should have just done it at 10 o'clock on a saturday morning and i'd have been fucking way better off what I, mean. yeah, I don't know I, I, there's definitely different levels of it though because anyone that knows me will know I love I love complaining like it's one of my favorite things to do but I generally complain about things that are worth complaining about or if there's a, if there's something I perceive to be an injustice whether that be at home or at work or with friends I love I love it like you and fucking injustices Christ almighty I, I get I get sent to that meme you know there's a there's a meme of a guy sitting at a table in a park somewhere and it, he just has a, he's just sitting there and he's got a banner across the table and it says I will argue with anyone about anything that's me and I will but I enjoy it but I won't put it but I'll caveat that by saying even just say take work for an example when something is is wrong I will complain about it and I will complain about it until it's either put right or it's acknowledged that it's wrong it's that simple but at the same time if I complain about something that's wrong or doesn't work, I will always proposition a, a solution for it. I never just sit there and say, this is shit, uh, shouldn't do that, shouldn't do this. But I will sit there and say, that's shit, we shouldn't do it. Why don't we do it this way? And not my call to say that's the right or wrong way or whether it will or won't be tried or you know an attempt be made, but at least that's my... I've contributed that to it. And I feel a little bit better about myself that I can say, well, you know, okay, we all know it's wrong, but at least I've put some alternative forward. So See, that, that's something I can respect at least. But like, I don't know, man, it's just, I'm finding it really hard to be around complainers lately. And it's not that I don't complain. I mean, I'm all for a good bitching session. Like you, like I'm fine for that. But like, particularly, like, I, I feel like at the moment, where you you don't see people as often and you're like you kind of want to value that time and then when you if you if you're chatting to someone on a phone call or whatever and just all they're doing is giving out i find it so hard to be around that like i find that so difficult oh, it just yeah, drains I get me that. yeah it's no i would like especially at the moment and like when we're talking about people who don't have time then and you know i i feel like it always comes and it's not a place of jealousy but it's like when you see someone doing what you want to be doing but you're not putting in the work to do it those are the times where you start complaining. Like, you know, you'll always have someone who like, say, if, if you're on like really on form with your training, really on form with your diet, maybe you've lost a pile of weight. Maybe you're just looking good. Maybe you've hit some kind of a fitness goal, ran a marathon. You'll always have that person who goes, I've no time. And they're giving out stink left, right and center about how, oh, you have all the time because you do this. And they're making excuses for you having the time as opposed to them not having the time. Like those people, I just have no time for them. Like just, just go away. No, I get that. That's just being pure negative. Like, like I, I try and look at it in a way of, like I said, love complaining, but pick your battles. Like, you don't want to be a person, like you said, just complaining all the time because nobody wants that. Like, nobody wants to be around that. And no, and I mean, nobody, not your partners, not your wives, not your families, not your friends. If you're, wives, if you're like, plural, whatever, men. What, what culture be, are you from? Fair play. We have a lot of listeners in the Middle East, man. They have like seven or eight wives. And congratulations the to them that are uh, you know listening. Thanks, thanks for the sponsorship, lads. We really appreciate all the all the kit you bought us. Nice, nice bunch of lads in the Middle East. You know, thanks for if you want to sponsor us, 
you know, please get in touch, inshallah, and all that. Um, yeah, to Dubai, we wouldn't mind the holiday, if you, don't, if you don't mind. Not at the moment, not at the moment. We don't want to be, we don't want to be caught up in that whole influencers going to Dubai thing, you know, because you're an influencer now, Shane, you know, you might know it, but you're influencing people to go, go to the fridge and eat that food. It's pretty you're, much you're all <laughs> It works. It's, that's what most, most people listen in to think. Listen to these two bitching out about stuff. I'm gonna go to the fridge. That's fair. That's I it. put you off anyway. So what? What were you saying? No I, idea. I interrupted you. Entirely <laughs> gone off track. So just, we'll just move on now again. Oh man, I suppose. Look, we we we've kind of we've called these these people out in a sense, and maybe kind of just said how hey, we we hate what they're about and everything else. Uh, you know, you know the complainers and the I've no time and all those people but i suppose we can't really leave it at just that we got to offer some kind of solution or some kind of tips and tricks here for people who maybe want to change that side of things so what i would say is if you are looking to move away from that idea of look if you've no time first of all take a look at your day and actually see how you're spending your time like check the screen time on your phone check how much time you spend whether it's cooking cleaning like you're definitely wasting a load of downtime looking at your phone watching tv just pissing around doing f all like those are the areas first of all you need to figure out okay am i going without one episode of a tv show it's not like you have to work out for an hour like if working out is really important to you like even just start off and do 15 minutes just do a 15 minute session and at least it's something at least you're progressing somewhere along that line i don't need people don't even need to make it that complicated of sitting down looking at what they're doing just decide if you if you really want to do it and make that a part of your non-negotiable for the day. Don't, you don't need to look at what you're doing for the rest of it. So if you decide that you're going to work out three times a week or run twice a week or just go for a walk every day or whatever, make that part of your day the same as you make, you know, eating food, having a shower, you know, the stuff that you have to do during the day to, to, to get through. Just make that part of it. Everything else then is external. Everything else is external. And... I'd say you'll quickly figure out that once you make it part of that and okay, maybe, maybe you don't even really want to do it. That throws back to the whole motivation argument from last week, but you'll just do it. And if you are, like you said, one of those people who likes to chill out in the evening, you'll find yourself maybe getting up and doing it before work or maybe doing it on lunch or maybe you're not working or maybe you're just, you get it done earlier in the day and you'll still find that time to sit down and watch TV. That's, unlike I said unless you're a genuinely extremely busy person and you you just struggle to make the time then you might need to sit down and say right I actually need to try and pick a, a spot here and figure something out that people can help me with but other than that just make a party or non-negotiable don't think about anything else don't be scrolling aimlessly on your phone if you're if you're thinking oh I'm going to work out after dinner don't sit in the couch say oh, I'll sit down for five minutes after go and get changed straight away that's the, uh, I don't know what I read this summer before, or maybe I just made it up. But those kind of things make a huge difference. If you say you're going to go for a walk after lunch, you sit down and you have your lunch, and you're just sitting there and you think, oh, I'll have a cup of tea and I'll sit down for 20 minutes. Don't. Make your tea, go get changed, put your runners on, put your gear on, then go back and have that cup of tea and then go. Just get, you're ready, you're ready to hit the door, out you go, off, gone. Instead of sitting there for 20 minutes, then it's a big fucking, and you, all you do then is move, sit in the bed, put on your shoes, all this kind of crack. 
just prepare yourself as much as possible to go and get it done and you'll just do it and then eventually you won't even have to think about that kind of stuff that I totally agree with but also like there are there are going to be people who just genuinely are maybe a bit deluded and just need to see it as facts of how much time am I pissing away and for those people just oh, even yeah. take take 10 minutes to assess how you're actually spending your day and I bet you'll find that time You'll find it so easily, in fact. Like, and also, like, the one thing I'd say is I feel like there's a certain guilt trip that goes around. No one means it to happen, but like the people who work out at 5 a.m. or the people who work out before work or during work or whatever it might be, like, that's their choice to do that. And that's when it suits them best. But if it suits you best to do your workout at nine, half nine, after you've the whole day done, if yeah. that's the time that you have the most energy or you have the most time to dedicate to that part of your life and to that, whatever goals you've set yourself, then do it then. Like there's many a night where, you know, I'll, I'll have worked till half five. I want to cook a dinner. I might record a podcast like this. And, you know, at that point, that's when I'm going to do my home workout or whatever it is, or that's when I'm going to go for my walk. And that actually suits me because that's the time I probably crack up most, especially at the moment when I'm stuck at home, I want to be out of the house between like seven and nine. I want to at least leave the house at some point and just get out. So that is the time I'll do my walk. That is the time I'll do a home workout. It's where I'll distract myself from when I'm probably would just be sitting there watching TV and you know it's it's okay to do that like I'm I'm still getting the same amount of work done as the person who did it at seven o'clock I just still had my extra two hours in bed and that was my preference you need to make it optimal to your life you need to make it fit your schedule but you need to make it fit yep. like don't be pissing around and saying oh it doesn't fit in you have the time just just actually like sit down and say look when's it going to be decide on that make your choice and then own that and it is that optional like it, it is that simple like you said if you have to do that then do it that way i still value my two hours in the evening of either watching tv or watching a movie or watching something but not i suppose it's just because it's habit now but everything else is already done at that stage like now before we start recording this i'm done for the day everything that i needed to do today is done so that it's what you know it's seven o'clock i have for the rest of the evening to do whatever i want and the complete opposite, I still have a walk and a home workout to do that I'm planning on doing around eight or nine o'clock. And that's that's literally heaven for me, though. That's that's the time I crack yeah. up most where I'm like, I'm going to be busy for two hours. I'm going to be panned going to bed and I'll be happy. Out. There Seems you go. Me. See, this, like we're, on, we're, we're like opposites again, but it works equally as good for both of us, like as in for personally speaking. And they're the same. I'm just I'm like that. I've got into a good habit of going to bed earlier probably more so to boredom than anything because nights like this when you're hitting that seven seven o'clock and there's like nothing productive left to do I'll, be, I'll do different bits and pieces might pick up the guitar for half an hour might watch a program might do something else but you're, you're it's still difficult to fill four four and a half hours of nothingness and then i just go to bed so it's just like the same way that I'm sure you, like you prefer working out even anyway. Yeah, it's always been the preference. So I'm just, it's I'm just not much of a morning guy. It just suits anyway. So you'll make better time of whatever you need to get done in the morning to do that stuff in the evening. Whereas I just try and, I don't know, I think I look at it as a task sometimes. Just do That's it. That's it, man. It, it's like if I if I want to set myself up now, I don't do this every day. So no, like I'm not, I'm not this amazing morning routine person by any means. But like, if I, if I know I'm going to be heading into a tough day in work, like I'll always set that hour before work aside where I might 
read a book for 15 minutes, listen to a podcast, have a nice cup of coffee and just decompress before the day even starts. And like, that's my way of easing into a very, very productive day. And like the same way, some people like if, if, if your thing to do that is going for a run in the morning, that's totally cool. But like you need to actually optimize your time the same way. Like there's some days I do, like, especially working from home, I might roll out a bit of five to nine, be, yeah. be a bit groggy till half past in the team meeting. Then I'm finally awake and then the day's on the go and we're good to go. But like it, it's important to build these things into your day that actually are going to benefit you. Like if you start off your day with, you know, a nice cup of coffee, a glass of water, you know, just reading something like particularly if, if you're reading a good book and that's going to put you in good form for the day, something like that podcast whatever it might be like set yourself up for success set yourself up for, to be motivated for the day and i swear to god you're not going to worry about that workout in the evening you're just going to go and smash it yeah and, and for those people who maybe work from home now or study from home or college you know, or not going to college or you know anyone who basically used to leave the house before on a daily basis unless you live really close to work you're already saving time you, you've probably filled it with something else be it getting up later or taking a bit of an extra lunch or doing something else but you're saving time you have you you, it, you just have to be like for me I, I was spending anywhere between 40 minutes and two hours depending on how bad traffic was traveling every day so that's an immediate get back no like like saying that like you said there's days like especially if you start a bit later in the morning there's days where I might not get out of bed till 10. But then there's other days where I get up at eight and have two hours before work. You've won. Then it just depends how you use that two hours. But for most people, or the majority, I suppose, obviously some people's lives haven't changed that much. There is time after getting back there somewhere. 100%. And look, use it. Use it. Now, I, I hope we've inspired you to go start your workout regimen if you're lacking. And look, if you're one of those people that says, I don't have time, don't bring that excuse to us. We don't want to hear no. it. We don't want it in the DMs no. of the fat chats. We don't want to hear about it. Whatever your excuse Shitty excuses. If you're getting the hump after listening to this episode and you're saying, oh, I'm absolutely pissed off at them now for saying I don't have the time. Go assess your life. We don't want to hear from you. We don't want any of that negativity. Go away with yourself. Write it in the letter and throw it away for all I care. But I don't want to hear it. Don't be can't imagine me. there's anyone that listens to this that has uh, that much time critical things to do or that many time critical things to do and they've decided to spend an hour listening to us man if you see the amount of people who give out about stuff on the internet i'd, I'd never put it past people like true the the time people actually spend to just be negative on the internet or to give out about shit like i, I feel like it's it, it's so common now i'm not saying we get that here our, our listeners are actually amazing sound people who most of the time just send us nice positive messages suggest good topics and you know are just a1 all around but you know i'm sure there's a, a negative one here and there lurking waiting to give a complaint whenever they get the chance you know well, we've, we had them. we've had the we've had the complainers a handful a handful but you know that they, they they don't overshadow all the good ones but look uh, our, anyway our message to them is consistent go fuck yourselves boom we'll leave it there as always guys look <laughs> subscribe share the podcast you've no idea how much sharing that out in an instagram story or just sharing out one other person means to us it's massively massively appreciated and look thank you so much for listening we will see you again soon uh, with more consistent fat chats I'll thank you and good night